Hello, my name is Sophia Prone, and I am a student project manager at the Clark Forum for Contemporary Issues at Dickinson College. I'm here with Jorge Oliveira Castillo, and we are going to be talking about his event last night, Political Prisoners and Free Speech in Cuba. To start, last night, you talked a lot about speaking your truth, and I thought that was really powerful because that's a hard thing to do. Now that you work in a creative writing space, has it been hard to speak your truth when you were raised in the area that told you you shouldn't? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, for me it's not so complicated to, to write my poems. Yeah, I have uh, many sources for, uh, to get my inspiration. For example, I became a poet when I was in solitary confinement in Guantanamo prison and then one of the worst circumstances of my life. Um, but I, I write about different topics, not just uh, tragedies, my tragedies. I, I can write uh, about love, about maybe philosophies, issues, and uh, about the life to the other people too, the stories, the other people. Um, but uh, I would like to highlight uh, um, the way that uh, that I, I be, that I become a poet. Is and it was in prison. I think it's, it's I think it's very interesting, a very rare uh, um, to begin. Uh, to write, uh, uh, to make a literature. But uh, now, uh, the most important is uh, I've always, I always find uh, um, something uh, to inspire, to find my inspire to write uh, the same uh, short story and uh, poetry. Yeah. One of the books you talked about yesterday that goes outside of your experiences in prison and in Cuba was your new book of short stories. Yes, and the, the short story, well, uh, seven months ago, I finished uh, my third short story book about my experiences uh, as a soldier in, 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 in the African jungle because I was um, there when I was 19 years old. Um, in Cuba, um, military service is mandatory for men. He, I was taken there. He, I wrote a, a book about this a terrible experience for me. Uh, it's not easy to to survive uh, um, so many times because I, I was there 26 months and uh, living on the ground all the time, two meters on the ground, and in and. Also surrounded by wild animals, uh, such as uh, poison, poison snakes, and the other dangerous uh, beast. Uh, now, I am writing a book, um, book um, dedicated or inspired to three North American writers, three my favorite North American writers: Edgar Allan Poe, Ambrose Bierce and Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Uh, it would be a mysterious book. Mysterious, horror, 
suspense. I love suspense. Uh, and now I don't know. Uh, I hope to finish uh, the next year. Uh, I think it uh, would be ten stories about that. Uh, I'm working on that. That's amazing. I'll have to be on the lookout. <laughs> I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about what the Ladies in White movement meant to you. Is the is a very important for me this movement movement uh, because. Uh, this movement was founded uh, um, when I was uh, when I when I was in uh, in prison in Guantanamo prison. We were 75 dissidents, and uh, our families, especially basically our relative women, women relative, uh, organi organized organized this movement, and they uh, and the ladies. Uh, uh, demanded our freedom in the streets every Sunday in the Cuban street uh, supporting uh, to face an uh, attack by the um, uh, governmental forces uh, but in spite of uh, they kept uh, their fight for, for our freedom I think uh, finally uh, 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 some of, uh, of of us could uh, leave from prison. Unfortunately, among them, uh, me, uh, I for that I am eternally thanks uh, to this movement. I think a student asked you this yesterday during your lunch, but um, I thought you had a really beautiful answer. So. I was wondering if you have ever regretted your participation in the Black Spring Movement, um, and looking back, would you have done anything differently? Yeah, yeah no. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, for me, it is a great honor to participate in this uh, in this movement, human rights movement, especially in the as independent journalist. Black Black Spring uh, is uh, is it, was not a movement. It's a, uh, like this. It was a, called a crackdown, crackdown, and and, and the, the, the crackdown uh, happened in 18, 19, 20 March and 2003. I to say it again. It's for me. It's a great honor uh, to have uh, been part. Of this uh, crackdown because uh, um, we we were uh, peaceful people, um, um, independent librarian, independent journalists, opponents, pacific, uh, peaceful, peaceful uh, opponents. Uh, I I think uh, I have not anything to regret. No, no. Uh, if if I had to do again, mm -hmm. I would do. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah. Have you been able to maintain those relationships with people you met through the Black Springs or the Ladies in White? Movement? Of course, of course, yes. And here in the United States, mm -hmm. uh, uh, are are living many of, of them. Uh, the so many people who were. Uh, in jail, together with me, and different prisons 
uh, and the Cuban is uh, I have of course I I keep um, I keep um, my attention about this problem about the Cuban problem the contact with a, a lot of friends uh, who fighting uh, for democracy in Cuba too. What has been the hardest part of being a dissident? Uh, it's very difficult because uh, we are fighting against uh, the totalitarian regime. The totalitarian, uh, the regime have, has uh, the army, the police, and the political police. Uh, the, the Communist Party have the all the all control uh, on the society. It's very difficult to practice the, uh, the expression in Cuba. It's very dangerous. So many people have in pre, uh, are in prison now for that. And, and through years, thousands of Cuban people have been in jail in jail for that. Uh, it's very difficult because uh, the suffering is not just for for the activists, but the, their families suffer oppression too, the, the harassment and the different punishment. It's very difficult because I thought, I think when I when I when I was in Cuba, I thought in my family what the police could do against them it is very difficult it's very it's very difficult but it's not impossible but the most important is to have the, the conviction and to be sure the 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 reason of our fights Nancy touched on this a bit during her speech last night I personally did not realize that when you become a dissident you don't really realize you might have to have that conversation until you go back to Cuba and realize you can't leave. So now that you have made the choice to be a dissident, are there any circumstances in which you would be able to return to Cuba or that you would choose to? Yeah, uh, of course. I would like to return to Cuba uh, in any moment in the future. I don't know when uh, it would be. Uh, it would be, uh, in this moment, it's impossible. It would be like a suicide. And it's, it's sure in the, we, we, we would go to the prison again. It's, uh, it's, it's, it does not make sense. But yeah. Yeah. I, I dream, I have, um, my goals is return to Cuba in the future. I don't know if and the, so just for visit or or, the, or to begin a new life there in my country. But, um, but uh, now I'm here. I'm here in the United States and in exile. Uh, meanwhile, uh, I'm writing and working in my literature. Um, uh, now, uh, without uh, without hope, the Cuba and the future. Uh, would be free. We'd be free. We'd be free. Reading about the harassment you faced from the Cuban police and now talking to you about what it's like to be away from home, uh, I wonder what keeps you going when you feel like the world is telling you to give up. I'm sure and I have fighting for the good reasons, mm -hmm. uh, real um, reasons. I have many reasons to fight 
because the Cuban people need need uh, freedom. We have to rights to live in in, uh, in freedom. Um, I I I always I was I always was no? mm -hmm. convinced that my fights uh, it was necessary. Uh, for that, um, I I don't I I don't re regret for 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 what I I did in in, in Cuba. Um, I I know it's very difficult. I, I know it's, uh, Cuba is a dictatorship yet, but uh, I, I'm very happy be, uh, when I think we. My wife and I contribute to 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 get uh, to get uh, our goals and uh, Cuba uh, to to build a new a new uh, republic, a new new country, a new country, a new country base and uh, democracy and uh, democracy and uh, to make a new constitution uh, based on the freedoms and human rights. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like living at the city of Espana? Oh, it has been, it has been uh, something marvelous, something amazing. It's incredible the, the welcome that I, we have had <laughs> since and that arrived uh, there. It's incredible. I I, I would like to highlight and uh, the work and the the, the old city of Asylum team. It's incredible and the work and the, that they do. Uh, for that, I my wife and I um, are very happy, very satisfied, uh, very satisfied uh, to be to be there. It's a great opportunity for us to continue. Our work um, in my case on the literature, and my wife and the, she work now in the program to help to Cuban political prisoners uh, and their families too. Is there anything you want to share with our audience that hasn't come up yet? No, I'm I'm very happy. I have to very I I have very appreciate. In this country, the United States, I think it's a very nice country. I th I know it's not perfect, but uh, this country, I think, a democracy works yet. Yeah. I have uh, we have um, had the opportunity to meet two very nice people all the time in any place in different cities, not just in Pittsburgh and New York here in Carlisle. And uh, I had to. I and before I finish my my words, I would like to to give thanks to Dickinson College uh, for this invitation. If uh, give uh, give us the opportunity to talk about different stages about our life. Thank you so much. Thank you.